This morning, we ask that the Holy Spirit will be there with you also. We have a a welcome for our brother Josue and sister Francine from Montreal. Could we have you guys stand this morning? We greet you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Buried deep within, within, seeking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters lifted me, now saved am I. Love this. 
thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, for all that you've done for us, oh, Jesus. There's no name but your name, oh, God, that we worship, that we raise up. Oh, God, if it wasn't for you, it wasn't for your grace, oh, God. Oh, God, where would we be, oh, Jesus? But you came by our way one day, oh, Jesus. Oh, God, you lifted us up, oh, God. Your love lifted us up, oh, Jesus. You took us from the clay, oh, God, and set us upon a rock, oh, God, to stand firm, oh, Jesus. You've sent us a word, oh, Jesus. You've given us a word, oh, God. We praise your name, oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We'll just go to prayer at this time. Before we go to prayer, let's just sing, It's Already Done, It's Already Done. There's a prayer request from our sister Violet Laws. It says, please pray for my grandson Ezekiel. He is in the children's hospital with acute bronchitis. They are going to be doing a spinal tap and bone marrow biopsy test to check for leukemia. I pray all is well. Amen. Just as we go to prayer and bring the morning offering, we'll just sing this. He's already healed your grandson, Sister Violet. His blood has already healed him. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Richard, could I have you open the service after we sing this a few times? Oh, it's already done. Hallelujah. Oh, it's already done. Hallelujah. Oh, the battle is
Father, Lord Jesus, as we approach your throne this morning, Father, we're, we're grateful, Lord God, for the presence that you have, we have in the building this morning, Lord, knowing that you're here. As the scripture has said, where two or three are gathered in your name, Father, you are there in the midst. And Father, I'm this prayer request for little Ezekiel, God, we know so many times I hear the prophets say that little children in the prayer line that don't have faith for themselves. Father, I pray that the faith of the saints of God would reach out on his behalf. Lord, this bronchial condition, oh God, would just simply dissipate and disappear. And Lord, as the doctors do this test for this leukemia that they are suspecting, Father, it's the time when a negative is a good thing. And I pray, Lord, that he would have a negative test, oh God, that, Lord, knowing what you've already done, Father, for the law's family, Father and brother David's life, Lord, Sister Violet being just a, an absolute saint, sister of God. I pray, Lord, that those grandparents' faith, Father, would be able to reach out as well for their grandchild. And, Lord, it is a done thing in our hearts and in our faith, Father. We thank you for all of this. And we thank you, Father, for the opportunity we have to be in your house this morning. And we thank you, Father, for, Lord Jesus, there's many needs here. I know we have, we, we've sung this song, Father, about... Our loved ones, our children, Father, there's things that are on everyone's heart here this morning. And I pray, Father, that you would, Lord, be able to see that and, Lord, honor our faith. We pray, Lord. And as we move forward in this service, bless the word of God as it comes that, Father, the man would be able to move himself aside, Lord, that the burden that you put on his heart, he would be able to convey that to the people as you would have it to be done. We thank you, Father, and we anticipate the blessing of your word this morning. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. You may have your seats as we take up the morning offering. Amen. We have a special from our brother EBA this morning. As he is get ready for that, brother EBA, we'll just sing a, another song while you, while you come up. Let's sing The Battle is the Lord's, 1330. There is a source in time of need that gives me So when the road is wide 
from Ontario with us this morning. We want to greet you guys also this morning. I see Sister Naomi and her husband here this morning. Welcome back. Amen.
your brother UBA. Hallelujah. Amen. Just as brother Tom comes to sing worship the Lord. God will not reject our prayers. Amen. We've lifted up worship and praise to him. Amen. As we heard last week or Wednesday night, God is obligated to keep those promises that he's given to us. Amen. For our children, for our loved ones, for those who are sick. Amen. We'll just raise our worship to him. Hallelujah. Oh, God will not reject
this is indeed the house of worship. This is the place where we can let off the pressure. This is the place where the redeemed can be gathered around the body word. Lord, we want to worship you this morning. Knowing that we've been put in a secret place. Lord, for a secret rapture. Lord, we're thankful that we can be gathered this morning in the house of God. I pray for all those that have joined with us on the internet and those that are present, those that are away on holidays. I pray, God, that the same presence of the Lord Jesus would be with each and every one. We have come to worship you, the true and living God, to lift up the word. For you are the word, Lord, and we love you. We pray, Father God, that you'll give us eyes of understanding, that you will quicken us in the inner man. Lord, that we will not look in the outward, but we will see what's happening, Lord, in the inward man. We pray, Father God, that you will speak to us from your word, that you will move us into deeper depths and higher objectives in Jesus Christ. Father, we want to look into the unseen this morning and see a host of angels all around your people. Lord, charging them by faith, moving them in realms they have not known. We pray that the great angel of the Lord himself will come and make the word of God alive to each and every one of us. Father, we commit this service to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. One little more chorus, one little chorus. Open my eyes and let me see. This is now a prayer. Open my eyes. That I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in my hands the wonderful key that shall.
that on our lips. Let's turn to the Word of God this morning. I'd like to turn, please, to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 27. Thank you, musicians. Thank you, Brother EBA. God bless you. By His stripes, I am healed. It was already recorded as Brother Andrew was leading in songs. Or Anthony, it's already done. We're waiting patiently for the word to be fulfilled. Hebrews 11. Hebrews chapter 11. We'll be reading at verse 27. One verse. By faith. Who is he talking about? Moses. By faith. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Let's read it together. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Bow our heads. Heavenly Father, God, it's our desire to see this great one come forth out of the pages, Lord. Reveal yourself to us. Move us, Lord. We desire more. And if we desire more, there must be more to meet that desire. So, Father, if there's any unsaved this morning, may they come to the realization that they need a Savior. They need a Redeemer. They need the blood. They need Calvary. And those that are the redeemed, Lord, may they see more of you as we open the word of God or lay the book open. You must open the word of God. We commit now the service to you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seats. Well, we have some visitors I heard in the back room. My monitor wasn't on, so... Uh, there was a couple that was uh, greeted from Ontario. I never got to see you, so please raise your hand so that I can see who and where you are. Welcome. God bless you. Nice to have you here. Justin, did I hear? Oh, my goodness. Finally, you brought Naomi home. It's about time. Nice to have you here. God bless you. Sister Dorothy's mother is here. Sister Lillian, where are you hiding? So why don't you stand so we can greet you? Amen. Nice to have you here. My, all the ones go away on holidays and God just adds back into the church. Isn't that nice? That's very nice. Well, this morning, I'd like to preach on a little subject, uh, something that we've been speaking over the last couple of weeks on ponder and ponder and ponder and, and ponder is weighing it out and then not wondering about it, pondering about it, and then manifesting what you're pondering. It's not just as I, I, maybe I didn't get that point across. Tim made, brother Tim made a, a comment, not just to ponder. No, but it's ponder to weigh out what you are in Christ. And that is, is most important. And thank you for helping me on that point, Tim. <laughs> it is something, saints of God, that we need to do in the Word of God because it is, it is very uh, apparent. That hell has pressed its borders. And, and we often say, well, then if hell has pressed its borders, then heaven must be pressing in to this dimension. And so then, if you would allow me, I might take a little bit of slower time today rather than preach. 
and just lay out some things in the scripture to your understanding that the message that God sent is not just for you to identify with Malachi 4. And I, you know, and I know some of you know that already. Some are still locked into that. But Malachi 4 is Revelation 10.7. And we understand that. So we have one in the seen realm, Revelation 10.7. Looking into the unseen realm, Revelation 10.1. I want you to start realizing now. When Brother Bram says we're looking into the unseen. That we had a prophet that is trying to bring us into that realm. Well, we, we rejoice in the healings and we must have that because that's a sign of the resurrection. We're not putting away the healing. I'm not, I'm not personally just in this little series. I just, just want to just maybe broaden my mind and maybe help you see what's going on in my heart. But it, this message didn't come to just bring us to a bunch of little churches. And to establish a church here and establish... This message came to get a people ready for rapture. And it's not going to fail. Because his word will not return to him void. So the prophet was going in and out of dimensions and showing us that that dimension is closer than you and I think. And then you would, you would say so often and we've quoted so often... Who did she touch or who did he touch? He said, she didn't touch me. He said, she's 20 feet away from me. So he was trying to show us, saints of God, that in that realm, that realm where God dwells, is a realm where uh, you and I, by faith, can reach into. And it's more real than this realm. All right, just, just laying a little bit of foundation here. Second, you can turn in your Bibles because we'll be reading 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18. Remember, it was by faith. Moses forsook Egypt, seeing him who was invisible. There is a God that is present that maybe our natural eyes don't see. But as we say, open my eyes, not just your natural eyes, Lord, open our spiritual eyes that we can start piercing into that realm. Second Corinthians four, verse 18. While we look not at the things which are what? While we look not at the things which are seen. But at the things which are not seen. For the things which are are seen are temporal. The things that are seen are temporal. And so we can look around us and we can look in this realm. and, 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 And we have homes and we have pews that we sit in. And we have clothes that we have on our bodies. And we've got that. That's all temporal. Remember when Brother Brandon went across the curtain in time, he said they were clothed in robes. These robes are going to pass away. But there's another robe waiting you. 
And that's the realm I want to look into this morning. And if you can pull on the word of God, maybe we can all just go a little bit higher in Jesus Christ. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Can you say amen? Amen. Looking at the unseen, we are told that we have an outward man and an inward man. And the outward man looks by his eyes. The inward man walks by faith. So I just want to lay down some points. So now the outward man, or can we say the carnal man, that man that was, con- that was brought forth by the conception of mother and father coming together, that is this outward body. But the inward man is from another source. It's from another dimension. It came from Almighty God. And that man looks to the unseen. I want this outward man... To draw back. And I want this inner man. To come forward. Looking at the unseen. We are told that we do have. That outward man that we live in. But we have an inward man. That looks with eyes of understanding. You with me? You with me? So now, through the message, and those that are students and and love this word, you will find that in the present state of my ministry, Brother Branham starts to bring out, he said, there are three dimensions that we live in. And then there's the fourth dimension, that TV and radio and internet and all that, that's its dimension. He said the fifth dimension is where the unbelievers go. And he says, you don't want to go there. So what was a prophet optics doing as our pastor preached years ago? He was showing you dimensional realms to let you know that there's something outside of this natural realm, but there's a realm you do not want to go. That is called the fifth dimension. That is where unbelievers go. But there's another dimension Where the believers go. And that's where he went. That's where he saw millions. And Brother Bram said one place. He saw you there. Because he went into eternal realm. What's he trying to do? Bring us to that realm. And he said, can I see Jesus? He said, no, he's in a higher dimension. The seventh dimension. Everybody okay right now? So I I want you to understand, saints of God, that that is why Paul, it's all through the scripture. Paul writes within Ephesians 6 and 11, put on the whole armor of God. That you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That would come out of that realm into this realm. And you are seeing it. Don't play with your minds and say, it's all well. It's not all well. You have drag queens 
queers, gay people parading in elementary schools. This world has gone insane. But I want to tell you, there's another realm where angels dwell. Hallelujah. Where the angel of the Lord dwells. And if they've got that dimension, I'll take God's dimension. I want you to start pulling on that dimension. Get out of this dimension. This dimension is hell. More and more and more. It's pressing itself. But more and more and more. God's calling us to come up higher. We're not a prophet sitting on a bed with our hands behind our head. But we are the bride of Jesus Christ. And he gave us the optics to see another dimension where you and I are going. Don't live for this world. Live for that world. Oh, man. Brother Tom, you just ruined my RSPs. My 401k. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares about this realm? We got to live in it. We got to pay our bills. We got to do it. But we don't live for it. We are in the world. But we are not of the world. Let's put up the first slide if you don't mind. From Brother Bradham's ministry and him, him speaking, you start to see that, and, and he started and said, don't you see that light? Don't you see that light? Nobody saw the light. Don't you see that? What was he doing? He's looking in a dimension. He's looking in a realm. He's trying to bring us to that realm. But then one day, God rich in mercy came on the scene. Stood with that prophet. And now we see the outer man and what the inner man sees. Do you know that not everybody sees that? Oh, you just say, oh, I, I know that picture. It hangs on my wall. Not everybody believes what you and I believe. What is it in you that believes that that's the pillar of fire? What is it? It's the inner man. It's that faith man. It's that deposit of God that sees God. Other people, they mock at it. And they put other lights over the prophet. Come on, we're going to really get real. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities and powers of wickedness in high places. We are dimensional realm people. Now, he's here. No, he'd say that. Now, did people believe that? I don't know. I don't know. He's here. What does that mean to them? What did that mean to them? The one that you got the picture of, the pillar of fire that led the children of Israel, I say that in the name of the Lord. And they call him a soothsayer. Come on. They call Brother Branham a soothsayer. That was a prophet. Letting you see another dimension. Because if he wasn't there, you wouldn't see that picture. Is everybody listening to me? Michael, are you listening to me? If a prophet hadn't come, we would not know that dimension. So a prophet comes on the scene. He says, can't you see that amber light? It's over you, and it's over you, and it's over you. And now they come into great debates. And he's in a debate in Houston, Texas. 
And God comes out of that dimension into this dimension. But it's not for everybody. Come on. It's not for everybody. It is only for the redeemed. And you might as well rejoice. Because you actually believe that's the same pillar of fire. That was with Moses. That was with Paul. Absolutely. Why? Because I don't look with my natural man. I'm looking with the inner man. We all right? Don't want to think of that. I'm getting carried away. But I'll get carried away. Where's David Chaburnoff when I need him? Next, next verse. <laughs> the only supernatural being photographed in the history of the world. You and I say with that realm of God, see what he says. Many people mock, scoff, put it aside. But now what was God doing? He was trying to awaken us to another realm. Another realm. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness, against spiritual wickedness. It says in high places, but in my margin, it says in heavenly places. So we're not wrestling against one another. It's not one another we're fighting. And we don't want to fight one another. But our battle is in another dimension. And we fight them daily. Because they come into this dimension anointing those that design your clothes. Where did that inspiration come from? It didn't come from God to look like a cleaved open dress for a lady. Short skirts and high heels and tight forming. That never came from God. So you better watch ladies what you wear. Because you better watch out. Because God didn't prepare those men to make those kind of dresses. To make men lust after. Demons. In another realm. Stepped into this realm. But then God stepped into this realm and said, live holy, walk holy, dress holy, speak holy, be holy. Amen. Brothers, you get your wife into place. None of this tight form business. That might be of the world, but that is not in the household of God. And if you got to throw out some things, get rid of them. You might as well say amen. Because God came from another realm to let you know how to dress. Don't belittle it. Don't let the fashion of Satan start affecting how you dress. 
And when you see it's unclean and unholy, you call it what it is. That was a bonus. Are you back into Second Corinthians 4? We'll start reading at verse 15. That slide, I want you to notice. You still have it up there? Okay, thanks. That helps me when it's in both places. Did you notice the title? Two angels. There's a messenger angel introducing the unseen angel. And the unseen became seen. So that you and I would know the same God that was with Paul and Moses. is the same God that was with William Branham. No doubt. Revelation. People learned it. Walked away from it. People didn't understand Moses either. How could, how could Abram, Korah, Dathan... See the mighty miracles of God. Demas Shikarians and David Duplices and men and Tommy Hicks and Tommy Osborne and all these ones that were around the miraculous and you never even were around it. But more blessed are your eyes. For you have not seen, yet you believe. Because it's from the inner man that is eternal that is seeing in that inside realm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, Brother Sam, you just didn't come to Cloverdale Bible Way. God predestinated your daddy to be with your mommy so that you could be here, not living in this realm, but to live in another realm. That's all you've been predestinated for. This is what the Bible, that's what Paul talks about here. For all things are for your sakes. All things are for your sakes. Every trial you go through is for your sakes. It's to build character. Because without character, there's no victory. And without character, there is no sitting on the throne. So all things are for your sake. Can I hear a hearty amen? Yeah. I know I know. a lot of you, you know, can say that from because I asked you to. But I want you to say that because the Bible says this. All things are for my sake. Every trial, every tribulation, every blessing. We got to have the good with the bad. I remember I went through so many trials when I first got saved. It just seemed like week after week after month after month. I trial after trial after trial. And then one day I got a blessing. And I broke down and cried. And I went to Brother Ed and I said, I must be out of it, Brother Ed. you got to pray for me. He said, what's wrong, Brother Tom? I said, I'm being blessed. Some of you don't even understand what I'm talking about. But you're not always going to be in a trial. Glory be to Jesus. It's all for our sakes. It's all for our molding. It's all for our shaping. Hallelujah. Amen. 
it's all for your sake. Glory be to Jesus. We have to have a John Ryan, don't we? Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Why? He didn't go by feelings. He did at first. Goes to a prophet and said, I thought you said I'm healed. And Brother Bram turned around and said, I thought you said you believed. We do not believe in the natural man. A faith realm is the unseen realm. It's the key that unlocks the promise. Do you believe EVA? Yes, I believe. I don't care what your disease is this morning. My God is greater. I don't care what demonic realm tries to come into this realm. There is a greater realm. And that's where God dwells. And we bind the devil this morning. We're not just a church going people. We're the bride going people. I'm going to be gone. Yes, sir. That's what this message came for. In the twinkling of an eye. I'm going to be gone. No more time to say goodbye. And it might be while I'm preaching this song. Hallelujah. We could stop on this a long time, Brother Justin. We could do this a long time. It's all for your sakes. Everything you go through is for your sake. Because God is preparing you for that realm. Hallelujah. That the abundant grace might... Might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For let me give you another translation. For all these things are for your sake. So that as God's remarkable and undeserved grace reaches to more and more people. It may increase thanksgiving to the glory of our great God. That's what your trial should bring you to. To a thanksgiving. Giving to our great God. He deemed you worthy. Come on, we're stepping on the scale again. We're going to weigh it out. We're going to ponder this thing. Because he, calling you worthy, Brother Bram said in the church age book, called you worthy because he's worthy. And worthy means scales. So when he calls you worthy, he puts the bride on the scale. And then he is called worthy. He steps on his scale. And you're equal. There's no imbalance. You're equal. Come on. You are equal. It's not Tom Ray. It's not William Branham. It was God calling you worthy. Come on. Wake out of your sleepiness. I love where Brother Brannerman, we've used it all over the years, but it was an angel that nudged the prodigal. And it was the angel, it was the unseen realm that nudged the prodigal and said, wake up, boy. Get out of the pig pen. Go back to your father's house. And that's what an angel did to you. Nudged you. Wake up. You're going to your father's house. Hallelujah. Tired of the pig pen of Laodicea. 
Why don't some of you young men that aren't saved today wake up? Because an angel is here to awaken you to come to the Father's house. Listen, Laodicea will rock you to sleep. Rock you to sleep. Lullaby baby on the treetop. When the winds blow, your cradle's going to fall. Why? Because you're in a storm. But there's a God that's in the storm. And, then, and my Bible says in Nam, I believe. And he causes the storm to be a calm. Amen. He causes. So the, there's Jesus, the word. He was in the boat. He had to fulfill what the word said. And he causes the storm to be a calm. And God will cause the storm of your life. Come on, get into the realm. Get into the realm. It's for your sake. Say, I don't like the way I was brought up. I don't like my background. I don't like anything. Have you ever thought it was God that allowed that to make you what you are? So that you could be what you ought to be? So that you could be a part of my body? My, my kidney doesn't do what my liver does. My cr- pancreas doesn't do what my, my lungs do. Every part has an important part to play. You have special men sitting here. Each one of them thundering the word of God. Your dress wear. I see Tim. I don't see Tim. I see God. You see Murphy. I see God. I see Michael. I see God. Uh huh. You see Tom. A lot of you just see Tom. But it's alright. I know in whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I committed unto him against that day. I'm not the Tom Ray I used to be. Amen. It was for my sake. I went through this whole family chain for a certain sake. I can be a certain thing to a bell. That when all these bells ring. Wow. What a glorious day that's going to be. Ting, ting, ding, ting, 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 ting. Let those joy bells ring. Come on. I'm enjoying myself right now. We're all right. You don't, at least the preacher's not dry. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 16, for which cause we faint not, but through our outward man perish. Oh, you know, you know what, Billy? I was once your age. How old are you? 24. Whew. That seems like eons ago. But you know what? That's where I'm going back. I've seen it. Listen, I've had, I've had a prophet. Brother Bram talked about that circus. The fence. I might have been holding up the prophet's legs. But he's telling me what's going on in that three ring circus. Mm-hmm. Amen. I not, I don't have prophet eyes. But I believe what he said. Brother Bram said, y'all can't be Moses. There's one Moses. But there had to be a people that believe Moses. There had to be a people that believe Joshua. There had to be a people that believe William Bradham. But we did not see the man by an actual carnal eye. Because you'll find lots of mistakes. Say he made mistakes. Hey, you say we didn't tell the same story the same time. Neither have I. 
get over it. When have you ever told the same story? I know one man, our pastor. He tells the same thing without fail. And I've been around for a lot of years. 47 years. Here's same story, no embellishment, word for word, word for word. God has had a witness. And remember, Brother Branham called him Eddie. I don't know if you remember. But one day, Brother Ed was on a plane or somebody was on a plane. And Brother was sitting beside a rabbi. And he said, do you know what's your name? He said, Ed. But I had a good friend. Be great to be a friend of a prophet, huh? He said, I had a good friend that called me Eddie. And the rabbi said, well, that's, that's great. He says, Ed means witness, but then Eddie means my witness. <laughs> Amen. You want to, I, I give to, respect to Brother Biscock, Brother Ed, Dad, that's what Brother Ed is to me. But he is God's witness. They want to fault a man like that, you go ahead. But all I see is God. You might as well rejoice. You have been sitting under a faithful witness of this message. Because I never saw a man. I saw God in a man. Hallelujah. For which cause we faint not, though the outward man perish. Yet the inward man, the inward man is renewed day by day. Never grow old. Oh, I wish I could sing, Brother Tim. I never got the gift. Never grow old in a land where we'll never grow old. Hallelujah. Why? That part of that inward man is the God man. I'll get to the quote. It's the God man. It's not you that liveth. It's no longer I that liveth, but now Christ living in me. It's it's funny how it gets really quiet when you have to bring it down to personal life. I, 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 I just love one time when I say, it's God in you, the God man in you. Somebody jump up and say, that's nothing but the truth, preacher! Uh-huh. Yeah. It'd freak everybody else out too. Say, wow, he caught it or she caught it. It could have been a she. And you're still quiet on me. You're afraid it might be you? <laughs> Can I have a drink? Thank you. While we look not then at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Well, you say, well, that light came and I can see that. How can that be eternal? Because it came from eternity into time and went back to eternity. Listen, and this I'm taking a quote from last week. In the meeting sometimes, I watch now those visions, they become material. And I thought, oh God, how can it be? When standing here just a minute ago, stood a man with his arms folded. Hmm. 
stood a man with his arms folded just a minute ago looking at me. And I heard his voice talking to me, telling me things that are going to happen. That's never failed. And yet, he vanishes from me. I know there's a land beyond the river. There's a region beyond yonder somewhere. That the glorious persons of the great angels of God and his beings are fellowshipping again. The fellowship. God, back in the beginning, moved down. And Adam and Eve's souls then, souls wasn't marred. They could hear the roar. They could see the beautiful light shining through the bush. It was Jehovah talking to them. Isn't that beautiful? There's a land beyond the river that they call the sweet forever. The Bram goes on to super sense. He says, your sight, hearing, feeling, smelling, tasting, your five senses. We cannot be normal without them. There's something missing, some portion of life that we cannot contact without. That sense acting. Whatever those senses are yielded to. They will dominate you. But by no means was those five senses given you to guide you. They were given you for earthly contact. People say, well, my sense is. I don't like that term. My sense is what? Which sense? Your memory sense, imagination sense, conscious affection, reason sense, feeling, gut feeling sense. There's no gut feeling. It's God or God or not God. Natural eyes see things that are created. Eyes of faith sees into the supernatural. The outward man who is a part of creation sees creation. But the inward man came from the creator. Sees the creator. Come on. Natural man sees the creation. The inward man that came from God sees the creator. And if you're not of God, you can't see the creator. That's what you got to ask yourself. That's what every person's got to ask themselves. If you cannot see the creator, there's something wrong. There's something, something great laying ahead of us, Brother Bram said in the message alone. Something great laying ahead of us. Where the years have been joy and we've looked forward to the pressing, the coming of the great light. And now we can see it breaking over the horizontal realm 
It's breaking between mortal and immortality. Are you listening to me? This is a statement now a prophet is making to make now you aware that there is, as Marilyn, did you write a song called Breaking Away, Marilyn? That this bride is about to break away out of this dimension into another dimension. Now we can see it. Here's a prophet prophesying under the message Shalom. We can see it breaking over the horizontal realm. It's breaking between mortal and immortality. My little title of this message is breaking between mortal and immortality. We are breaking between mortal and immortality. When you wake up in the morning and you're around the table with your children, I want you to say to them, son, daughter, wife, husband, we are breaking from the mortal realm into an immortal realm. Because this is what a prophet came for. Not for nice little messages. That you can take any generic thought. And they do. And you can take, whether it's your David, what was uh, Dr. David, somebody, somebody. Anyway, I don't even know their names. Man, they can, they're orators. They can speak. I said, man, I wish I could speak like them. But they got nothing to say. I'm sorry, friends. When you try to even go, I, I, I do like Spurgeon. Don't, 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 don't get me wrong there. I, he has some great thoughts. But he can't bring us into the, what we're preaching about this morning. There is not even a thought of that eternal realm in his messages. He'll talk about heaven, but he'll never tell you about a realm where angels dwell. Where the pillar of fire is. They, they hardly, you look up in Revelation, I mean, he's preached how many thousands of messages? He was called the Prince of Preachers? And you go to, to the book of Revelation and you think he's five, five little messages. Of all the years that he preached. All those in the Philadelphia age could not reach into the realm that we're reaching in. Even in the Laodicea age, it was at the end of the church ages. John was called to come up higher. And the door to heaven was open. What was he doing? He's showing you and me to get into that realm. Come up a little higher. Into the heavenly realms of almighty God. Hallelujah. Don't live in the church ages. We're at the end of the church age. John was told to come up higher. John was a type of the bride. Come up higher. A door's been opened. An entrance has been given. We can dwell in that heavenly realm. And that's the prophet says. We live in heavenly places always. Hmm. Oh, let me gear it down a bit. Can we gear it down a little bit? Okay. Do you know science now is starting to move and has, they've moved in that realm because you go into the 60s of their advertisements. And they use what they call the science of sensory marketing. The science. 
of sensory marketing. Did you know Santa Claus used to be green and white? Oh, I, I'm, just, I'm just giving you facts now. I'm showing you how old I am. But it was way before me anyway. Did you know that Santa Claus used to be green and white? Well, you can fact check me anyway. But then they changed it to red and white. And so why, why did Coke go red? Because every time you give a Coke, you think you're giving a present. Sensory. Feeling. Taste. Listen, Satan is never an originator. He's a perverter. So he's only tapping in a realm. Snap, clap, crackle, pop, rice, crispy. Does anybody know that jingle? One, two, oh, like, and don't be embarrassed. Sure we did. So now they'll use hearing. Because they'll time travel you. To as a little boy. Good memories. Around the breakfast table. So now, Satan is using sensory. Science. He want why? Because Laodicea is all about money. Sell more, make more. It used to be Fortune 500. When I was in business, anyways. You know what it's called now, Ken, do you know? Fortune 1000. Though they moved it from 500 to Fortune 1000. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Everybody wants to get into the science of sensory marketing. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Come on, finish it for me. It wasn't once. It wasn't twice. Three times. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. They got jingles. They got sayings. How about, how do you say Muchibichi? Somebody say it right for me because I can't say it right. Michibuchi? <laughs> what is that? Say it louder so I know. Thank you. Whatever that name is, they did an advertisement. They did two senses. Touch, smell. So they put it in a newspaper, two leading newspapers. And they put a patch on it. Where you scratched it. Feeling. You are now identifying with it. Smell. Leather. New car. The model that they were advertising, they sold out. And their total sales went up 16%. In recession. If they can do that. In the natural sensory realm what about us in that eternal sixth sense realm they can sell cars they can sell Grace Krispies they can sell Mr. Clean but to you I want to say this morning that those that are of God will see God in that realm they will see God they will be moved by God I want to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. Now don't get spiritual on me and know that you don't know that jingle. 
you know, you're from China. <laughs> it's crazy. I haven't heard that since I was about 10 years old. So I just started to write these down. I didn't have to go look for them. I could just write them down. Because now they've been brainwashed by advertisement that I want to be an Oscar Mayer wiener because if I'm an Oscar Mayer wiener, everybody's going to love me. Can't we just be children of God and have everybody love you? But you don't need a jingle. You just need the word. The word said. The word said. You can remember a jingle, but you hardly remember when you go out the doors that you're a son and daughter of God. You sat into service after service after service. Woe is me and why is this happening? It's for your sake. We don't live in this realm. We live in another realm. And God is preparing us for that realm. For I reckon then the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. I want to ask you this morning, and this has been asked before, when is that going to take place? We can barely get our carcasses out of home to get into church. But now we say we're the manifested sons and daughters of God. For those that can't, that's fine. But those that can, you say, well, Brother Tom, where do you get that? Well, one of my favorite messages, as you well know, is Christ, the mystery of God revealed. And he says, if the church doors open, you be there. So there's an earnest expectation. There's an earnest expectation for me to dwell in another realm. God might have to interbreed this and that to get a certain ting of the bell. Like the molder. But when Jesus turned and said, I that speak to thee am he. Now that little woman at the well could have wondered why did she have to go through what she went through. But she had to be what she was because she knew she didn't want to be what she was. And there was only one answer. Messiah. And when she bumped into the angel of the Lord. When she bumped into Jesus Christ. He discerned her heart. When the Messiah come, he'll tell me these things. I that speak to thee am he. Brother, that changed her life forever. And I trust you got a revelation that that angel of the Lord that bumped into you is not just an angel. It's the angel of God. It's the resurrection. I that speak with he am he. And I love this part. Brother Bram goes on to say, there was no expression of Beelzebub. 
Because it was the inner man that was seen. It wasn't the outer man. The inner man saw Messiah. She left her water pot, run into the city and say, come see a man who told me all things. It's the very Messiah. If the God that called you can't take care of you, God hasn't called you. The God that saves you will watch over you, will keep you in every situation. But we limit God to our understanding. When the Bible says, lean not to your own understanding. Well, I got this problem and I want this, I want that. Be patient. Just wait and see what God will do. We sing it, be it. You don't think the Lord wanted to be with his bride? Tell me, Tim, did you want to be with your bride? Pretty much, that's all I heard about. That's okay. I married a couple. And every, every time I say, how are you doing? And I love her. I was asking, how are you doing? I, I got it written in my, in my wedding notes. And, 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 I, and I'd see them again. Hey, do you want to go out for a, a bowl of soup? I love her. Don't look at me when you say that. Every time I bump into him, he'd say, I love her, I love her, I love her, I love her. I said, man, that guy is consumed. But I want to tell you, I love him. Every time I look at you, I love him. Look what he did for you, Tim. Amen. Juniper, look what he's done for you. Do you love him? I love him. Hallelujah. We love him. But Brother Branham goes around and says, now she was taking a, a scriptural experience. And I want you to catch this. He's taking a scriptural experience. God finding his seed. And when God finds his seed, Brother Branham said, that brings Messiah. I want you to know, when God got you, it was that experience, by what was happening by Scripture, God brought Messiah to you. Not a thought, a person. Come on, say with me. Not a thought, a person. God walks with me, and He talks with me. Oh, we just go to church and we hear a preacher preaching. No, it's God speaking to me. It's God walking with me. It's God talking to me. It's God speaking to me. Some people just don't get it, but it's not for you. But if you, if it's for you, there's got to be a deep calling to get it. And that's what I'm praying for. So scripture with experience. Scripture. Scripture, the Word, is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. The Word discerned her. So by that experience with Scripture, 
That made Messiah. And when it made Messiah, she quickly ran to speak because she was redeemable. How are we doing? Where does an hour go? Murphy says, do you ever get to page two? I'm page one and a half, Brother Murphy. <clears throat> Listen to what he says here, looking to the unseen. My subject tonight, now, now, let, let's just, Tom, slow down a bit. Looking to the unseen once. Looking to the unseen twice. Looking to the unseen three times. Super sense. Super sign. All in around. And then, you know, let me, okay, I'll, I'll come down to the round here. Quack, quack, quack. What? I said, quack, quack, quack. Brother Bram said, what was it in that duck? This is unseen. That put his little honker up and went quack, quack, quack. And then all the other ducks rallied around that quacker. He said it was a God-given instinct. Now that quacker had not even been to the Louisiana fields yet. But there was something in him that was going to guide him to a source of food. Mm -hmm. And God raised the messenger up. And he spoke the word. And there was people gathered around. And he's going to take us beyond this veil. Why? Because it's an unseen realm. It's not feelings realm, affections realm, reasoning realm. Way past that kind of realm. He said, the end time's here. And he's promised that the mysteries that were hidden, those, all those church ages, would be revealed right at the end time. Let us know now, to let us know now, we are at the end time, and we're here now. We're here now. Ready to cross from mortal to immortality now. What's your expectation What are we looking to? Brother Bram said in the message, looking at the unseen. He said, we're told that we have an outward man and an inward man. And the outward man looks by his eyes. And the inward man walks by faith. So we have to be led by one of these two persons. Outside, outward. Man is self. Outward, outside, man is Self, inward man, is God. Amen. Yes. Amen. Right. 
thought another somebody would jump up. Look at that. The outward man is self. But the inward man is God. So God is recognizing God. We're not recognizing man. We're recognizing God, the Word. Amen, David. Amen. I need to see that smile back on your face. Love that smile. So the outward man is yourself, but the inward man is God. Oh, my. Inward man is God. You see, we do not see with our eyes. Though many times we have thought that we see with our eyes. But there was given to you a sixth sense. And that sixth sense belongs only to Christians. You say, oh, we, church used to be full. It's only for Christians. I thought I'd get a bigger amen than that. People come, people go. Why? How could you go? Will you also go, Peter? He said, I, where else can I go? Thou alone have the words to eternal life. And a lot of people stop there. But read the next verse. Because thou art the son of the living God. Brother Branham didn't introduce us to William Branham. He introduced me to Jesus Christ. People say you follow a man. Okay, let's go life for life. Let's get on the scale. You left this message. Let me see how you live. Let me see what you do. Let me see what you watch. Let me see what you drink. Uh Uh-huh. I stayed with Christ. I walk with Christ. I talk about Christ. I drink Christ. Amen. Be men enough to admit it. They aren't more spiritual. They're less spiritual. If at all spiritual. Because once you see God, you can't move from it. Peter couldn't move. I cannot move. You cannot move. People say, I got divine love. Let me tell you something. If you had divine love, you would never have left. Because love covers a multitude. Come on. Love covers a multitude. They give themselves names. They try and live by it. But you can only live the word. Say, hey, you're a hard preacher. Listen, I'd like to be around where Cartwright took a guy off a ladder and beat him up. I'd say, that was a hard preacher, Dan. Hmm? Says, you got to fight me before you preach, okay? Took out his jacket, rolled up his sleeves, whoop, and preached to him that night and get saved. If I did that to you, you would never come back. Admit it. Admit it. Thank you, brother neighbor. He is the only one nodding right now. <laughs> huh? But that's true. It's all true, saints. 
So the super sense, Brother Ram goes on to say, the super sense, the sixth sense, the super sense is the Holy Spirit. Whoa. Now we're getting right down to where God is. God in a vessel. God in your vessel. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the super sense you got, Roy, that super sense that's in that outward man is God. That's called the Holy Ghost. It is the person of God. It's God himself living in a people again. That's why you can't be bitter. Because Jesus was never bitter. That's why you cannot be caustic. Tom, you can't be caustic, you can't be bitter, you can't be jealous, you can't hate, you can't even dislike. Give me that old time religion, it'll make you love your brother. Listen, saints. That inward man that is now deposited in you is to take you from mortal to immortality. It is not here to talk about it, preach about it, and say all all lovely things about it. It's to move you to the next realm. John, come up higher. A door has been opened to you. A door to heaven. Let's get out of church going and get in the Holy Ghost going. we got a lot of churches you can go to. And if you just want to pay your tithes, pay, give your offerings, show up on the odd service, there's a lots of churches you go to. But if you want to go in the rapture, find a church that preaches Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the inward man is God. Brother Branham said the inward super sense is the Holy Spirit. It's the faith of God. Now we're getting really down to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the faith of God that moves in you. Wow. So I got super sense. Then what framed the world? By faith. God framed the world by things that were not seen. What kind of power lays in you? You heard about it Wednesday night. We would create worlds, but we're bound by a law. And that law is we got to fulfill what the scripture says about us. Look at Jesus when he's coming into his ministry and his mother said to him, Jesus, they're, they're, they don't have any wine. What's that to me? What's that to me? It's not my time yet. I think Mary had seen a lot of that supernatural going on. <laughs> and then she turns, after a little bit of a soft rebuke, turns to the servant and says, whatever he says, go do it. For me, that's what I try and live by. Whatever he says, do it. Amen. Let that sixth sense take a hold. 
Don't be a church goer. Be a rapture goer. I can go to this church, nice little church. I can go to that church, nice little church. You better find a church that's going to preach you into a rapture. People say, oh, I got, I got the message. I can play, push play and I can do all these sort of things. You look at their life, weigh it out, ponder it, see how they're really living. Saints, this is not a time to get colder. This is a time to get hotter. Isn't that right, prayer group? Isn't that right, church of the living God? The end time's here. It's time from immortal to immortality. It's time to awaken to the sixth sense that dwells within you. And that sixth sense is God in you. It's a super sense. It's the faith of God that dwells in you. You've got five senses your body yields itself to. Five senses. But there's a super sense that's going to drive us into a rapture. This sixth sense is so far above natural senses as the spiritual man is above the natural man. Higher, higher. It's as far, it's as high as heaven is. Your sixth sense is as high as heaven is. It's above the natural man with his five senses. It makes you believe things you cannot see. I heard about a theophany the other week. It it makes me believe in a body that's waiting for me. Why? A prophet saw it. Who is this Melchizedek? By him declaring who this Melchizedek is, Brother Brown takes it into the future home and said, Abraham believed the city was coming down because he saw Melchizedek. Saints, we're going from mortal to immortality because a prophet announced to you Melchizedek is here. Naomi, am I the same guy that I was before you left? Or I'm more fanatical? <laughs> same guy. <laughs> I love it, saints. Because Brother Bram said he can't give us in the whole armor of God. He can't give us any more than he's already gave us. The word. He just makes it more real. That's what men of God are called for. To dig in the word. To make it more real. Not tell you about stories. And not tell you about events. Or natural events. Those things are happening. And Brother Ram said on Daily of God. Natural man sees that. But the inner man. Sees beyond the veil. And sees the Shekinah glory of God. And walks with that God. It's so. Amen. Speak it. Expect it. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm sorry. I I do have a lot of pages. Ten. Remember, says, go for it. Okay. 
I got one. Do I see two? <laughs> I got two. <laughs> huh? Listen. It's so far above your natural man that you worry about every day. It's heaven. So he couldn't give us any more than he, than he's already given us. He said the word. He just makes it more real. That's why if you're not in the word, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. In the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall be in the sound, all the mystery of God shall be finished. Saints of God, if you have not been listening to this messenger, you're missing it. If you think working day and night for 12 hours a day is going to get you to heaven, that's not it. That's not what the messenger came for. The messenger came for for you and I to put on Christ. To let you know what is dwelling in you. That the resurrection came by your way. And that inner man is as high as heaven. It's above natural man and his five senses. It makes you believe things you cannot see. I see a future home. How did I see that? Through a prophet. I didn't know. Brother Branham didn't know. He hears the voice. He says, that one that spoke to me all my life. He said, would you like to see past the curtain of time? Oh, he said, that would help me so much. And so what was God doing? He was showing us through a prophet to believe in a higher dimension. So it's not a story. It was the sum. But to me, it's telling where my brothers and sisters are. Where Brother Henry is. Come on. Where all the people are waiting for us. Where Brother Frank is. Where Brother Drake is. They're waiting for us. Glory be to Jesus. And if I'm alive and remain. Glory be to Jesus. If I am alive and remain, I'll be caught up together with them in the air. That's a higher realm. Hallelujah. He said, I've been to both places. And he said they were 40 years apart. He said 40, of course, he says, in souls in prison is judgment. He said at 14, I went to that place into the regions of the lost. He says, whatever you do, don't you go there. He said, because there was nothing there. My mommy wasn't there. My daddy wasn't there. Nobody was there. He said, whatever you do. I remember the first time I heard that tape. I know exactly where I was. I was on Yale Road. And Wells Street in Chilliwack. I was in my car going to an appraisal. And I listened to that. I listened to that tape. And Brother Bram said, if you're not saved, he said, turn the tape off and commit your life to Christ. I said, Lord, I know I'm saved. But if there's anything, I want it covered. Because I never want to go to that place. That is another dimension. But saints, we will pass that dimension in the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. 
It's a higher dimension we're going to. So high. So far above. But we can't touch that super sense. That's far beyond his reach. That comes from God. The devil can't get that. The devil can't take your revelation away. It's God part. Hallelujah. Moses, by faith, left Egypt by enduring and seeing him who was invisible. It makes you believe things you don't see. Isn't that amazing? Saved. Out of school. Out of university. Just saved. Just a kid. 21 years old. Know nothing. But it made me believe in things I did not see. But the God part in me brought me to these things. To let me see into the unseen. There's more to see, saints. There's much more to see than what you're thinking. The message, we call it the message. The message is the vehicle, the power to lift you from this mortal realm into an immortal realm. You cannot see this realm until, Brother Bram says, you're born again. Can't see it, sorry. You can't revel in it. You can't understand it. Until you're born again. Then the sixth super sense takes a hold of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember when I first got saved, my, uh, a friend of mine was the professor of psychology at Trinity Western College. And I went to visit him. And I told him, I got saved, Frank. I finally got saved. He said, oh, that's good, Tom. That's really good. I said, God sent a prophet. He goes, what? He said, well, tell me about it. So you know me. I only got one gear. Fourth. So by the time we finished telling him all about the messenger, he put his arm around me and showed me the door. If you're not born again, you can't see it. But if you're a seed of God, you will see it every time. You can't help but see this message. Hallelujah. It's the super sense that will govern you. It will guide you. It will raise you up into spots of faith you have not ever experienced. You will understand things you've never heard before. You will believe things you've never heard. You are now being governed by the new birth. By the sixth sense, which is God Himself. 
I have heard, Brother Brown said then, I have heard from another dimension. Glory. Then if he heard it, I hear it too. Is that true? I think I've used this analogy before. Who's a Seattle Hawks fan? Okay. Good. A trick question. How about a Mariners fan? Man, there's no way honest around here. <laughs> Alright, it's okay. You're being honest, I'm saying. Oh, okay. So, who's, who is a Vancouver Canuck fan? Oh, boy. <laughs> there you go. My son. <laughs> hey, listen. If you don't get caught up into it, anyways, I forget it. That's another subject. Okay. So, Lakers fan? Bulls? I'll get somebody. Golf? Tiger Woods? I don't know. He has been. Um, yeah, Jack Nicholas? No, he's not him either. He's ready to... Um, hmm. It doesn't matter who it is. If you identify with, you say, we won. I just want to get you there. Okay? It doesn't matter what team you identify with without pointing any fingers at anybody. If they win, you say, we won! You've never even picked up a hockey stick. You weren't even at the arena. You couldn't afford the ticket. Okay? But you'll identify with him, the team, because they won. I want to say to you, we won. He died and rose again. We won. Glory. We're under an eagle anointing. We won. We're not mortal bound. We're heaven bound. We won. Hallelujah. I'm seeing beyond that horizontal realm into another dimension. Hallelujah. It ain't going to stop, Brother Ebay. Don't you dare stop because I'll start holding your arms up. Brother Brown said, you you put before you a healed person. That's what he said. Put it before you. Get that in that dimension. Get in that realm. Put a healed person before you and walk towards it. That's looking into the unseen. I want victory. Walk in it. I want the joy. Walk in it. I need healing. Walk in it. Hallelujah. Let your sixth sense rule. Don't let your five senses dictate your feelings. Rise up. Let the sixth sense of God move you into the realms of Almighty God where all things are possible. Look at where the prophet was telling us. He's going into that realm. He said, I'm going in between dimensional realms now. He said, I'm going in between two worlds. Brother Biscoe preached on. We've been preaching and touching on. There he was going in and out, in and out, in and out. Now, that's whatever he said. Whatever he said. That true? I can't even, I don't even know what he said. I'll have to go listen to the tape. Can you imagine? And we can't even tell a break in the voice. 
You can't even tell a break. God steps in, steps out. God steps in, steps out. God speaks, steps out. He knows where you live. He was trying to tell you. He knows the address how many times? Hundreds of not thousands of times. He knows where you live. He knows what you do. He knows how you pray. I saw you kneeling by your little chair this morning. And I got the quote as we did last week. If you want me to tell me your prayer, I'll tell you your prayer. What was God telling us? What was that prophet showing us? What was God using him for? God is moving us into that realm. If you want to stay here, stay. But I want to go home. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, there's, there's a quote here, man. This is unbelievable. It's just another, it's incredible. He says, now, here's a man I believe is honest in heart. I, I seen him. God knows all about him. I just want to talk to him in a minute. It's hard sometimes to single that right straight out in front of me. There's at least two dozen people praying right now and their spirits are in another world. Oh my goodness. What is their spirits crying out for? Heal me. Heal me. Let me touch your garment, him and your garment. Heal me. Brother Bram said, I'm trying to pray for this man and there's a couple dozen spirits. You have a spirit, you know. <clears throat> spirits. It's another world, see? Visions start coming. It moves this way. I can't detect which one. He said, look this way. That's why Peter said, look on me. Look straight on me. He said, then look this way. Many of you can't tell where you are hardly. I'm trying to get you singled out. Oh, there it is. I see a woman come before me. I don't know why it's a woman standing before me. Why, brother, it's your wife. You're standing here praying for your wife. And there's 12 other people trying to reach into that realm so they themselves could hear from God. Oh, wouldn't we love it this morning if we all moved into that realm? Oh, God, speak to me. Oh, God, speak to my soul. Lord, meet my need. Stand before me. Never seen her in my life. She's got some kind of trouble in her bowels. They don't know what to do. Don't worry. Don't worry. Jesus Christ is going to make her well. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, now I take every spirit under my control for the glory of God. What a realm he was reaching into. But that wasn't a man. That was God in a man. Hallelujah. Oh, I have to miss some of this stuff. My goodness, sorry, not stuff. I mean, quotes and things. Did you ever stop to think this morning as far as returning, that is, has become visible? He's already here with us now, Violet. 
If I could but touch the hem of his garment. Today, just imagine his presence is here today. The Lord Jesus in another world, in another dimension. Right here today, in the form of spirit. His spirit is blending in with our spirit. Oh God, let us get away from being earthly bound, but get into that spirit realm where God dwells. He says his spirit is blending in with our spirit. Our eyes can't see him because they're physical yet. Unless there would be something happen that we could see a vision. But he is here just as visible. Just as real as he was when he spoke to Mary. What's your need this morning? What's your cry? Musicians, come please. He is here. Just as visible. Just as real. I wonder, can your spirit blend in with his spirit this morning? He is here just as visible. Just as real. As he was the day he spoke to Mary. At the grave. Or he met Cleopas on his road to Emmaus. Just as real. His presence is here. Hallelujah. Say, oh, Brother Tom, why did you go? How did the Holy Spirit start directing you this way? Because I know there's needs this morning. And I know His Holy Spirit is present because the Holy Ghost sixth sense makes me see things I cannot see. So then if Jesus is here this morning and you just want to reach out in faith and touch the hem of his garment, why don't you just stand and reach out and say, Lord, I'm not going to let you pass my way. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. I wonder whether it be a, uh, a meeting like this that Ella would get healed. I wonder if it be a meeting like this that EVA's eyes open up. I, I wonder what your need is where God moves in the realm of the unseen where all things are possible. Maybe you say, well, it's not a nice little cut and dry little service, Brother Tom. You're leaving us out in another dimension. I want you to get where the presence of God is. Pass me not. Oh, gentle Savior, there are two roads. I know that confuses you all to pieces. But I don't want him to pass, pass you by. Deep, deep needs this morning. And it won't be me. It will have to be God. 
Do you see yourself healed this morning? Then why don't you reach within that veil of the unseen where God dwells and say, Lord, would you touch me, Lord? Would you touch me? And can you pull for the needs that are in this assembly? Can you pull and say, let that God that dwells in a realm that we cannot see, yet we do believe. Would you come by my sister's way if you don't have a need? Would you come by my brother's way? There are two roads.
last quote. When a man once catches the vision of the invisible God and knows that he's always present, there is something that stabilizes that man's thinking. You watch a person that leaves this church and forgets God at church. They're unstabilized. But you watch a man that knows that God is always present in their lives. There's a stability that comes in his It stabilizes your actions. In times of distress and trouble, it still makes him look upward and above the things that are happening around him. He looks to the unseen and he looks to the promise of God. Brother Bram said in another place, but commanded his church to lift up their heads in that day to look up for the unseen Christ is appearing soon. Breaking between mortal self and into immortality. Letting this old man that was made by creation live by the one that lives on the inside by the creator. Let it come subject to your success. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Lord, we want to be where you are. The prophet went to that sixth dimension. He saw them by the millions. And the angel said, that's your converts. He he thought at one moment those were all Branhams. But then, Lord, there was a deeper cry within his heart. I want to see Jesus. We can go from realm to realm to realm. But, Father, we want to go into that realm where you are. Call us up higher, Lord. We see all these affairs going on. We see the world crumbling in its insanity. And we want to lift up our heads knowing our redemption draweth nigh. For some, Lord, there will be a tribulation. For others, they'll go to the regions of the lost. But I trust for all of us, Lord, we go into a realm of the blessed. I pray this morning, Lord, that those that have a need deep, deep needs would look past natural man and look within the veil where God dwells and reach into the promise of God and claim it's yea and amen to me that believes. Father God, I just pray, Lord, if there's something that was said that shouldn't been, forgive me, but Lord, just quoting what your prophet said. We just want to speak what the servant of God spoke. We want to move higher, deeper in the realms of Jesus. Father God, that we be prodded by the Holy Spirit to dig in, roll up our sleeves and dig a little deeper. That we might realize, Lord, the realities of God 
and see the things of this world grow strangely dim in the light of your glory and of your grace. Meet each need, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. It is well with my soul. Peace like a river
Hallelujah. A little higher. Keep looking up. Pray that the Holy Spirit lets you see into things that you have not seen yet. Brother Justin, why don't you come and close us in a word of prayer. Nice to have you and Naomi here. Amen. How many years has it been? Twenty? Four? Oh. God bless you. Let's bow ahead. Heavenly Father, we come before you to say thank you, Lord. Lord, for your word, Lord, you spoke to us this morning. Lord, you definitely know what we have need of, Father. And Lord, we just ask, Lord, that let us now just be hearer of the word, Lord, but also be doer of this word, Lord. Lord, that the word that we have heard this morning, Lord, may be quickened in our heart, Lord. May it find a good ground in our soul that it could be able to bring our fruits, Lord, that will be pleasing into your sight, Lord. Father, we also ask, Lord, you just continue blessing our brother Tom. Lord, continue giving him, Lord, the wisdom, Lord, to lead your people. And, Lord, just keep blessing, Lord, his ministry and his family, Father. We thank you, Lord. We also ask, Lord, that you, you watch over us as we leave, Lord, and your protection be upon all your children and meet all of the needs according to your perfect will, Lord. We commit all things into your hand. We ask all this in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glory. Can I prophesy? Am I allowed to prophesy? I believe I am. I will anyway. Prophesy. Brother Jean Manassi will be speaking on Wednesday. Amen. God bless you all. Greet one another. Amen. And press into that unseen realm. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.